And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Exodus 34, 6 Dear God, as I rise today, I will set my heart on the cry of Moses and ask for you to show me your glory. Give me divine understanding so that I can know and discern the directions you want me to take. I confess that I cannot move unless your presence goes with me, like Exodus 33-40. I acknowledge today that a promise without your presence is no promise at all. For my heart desires to be close to you. Therefore, I will make the posture of my heart my priority and not material things. I will desire the giver more than the gifts because I know that the blessings you give me, Lord, are a byproduct of me seeking your heart. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you desire to spend time with me and to walk with me through life's up and downs. In this moment, right now, I will lift my hands and worship you for your unfailing love and devotion for my life. My promise is before me, and more importantly, your presence is surrounding me. With this as my truth, I know I am unstoppable, because you will stop at nothing to bless me, because even with my mistakes, you still love me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Journey Towards the Promised Land In our last story, we witnessed the heart of Israel falling into slavery to idols and sin. They erected a golden calf in place of the God that freed them from slavery. 
God's anger boiled, yet he was still filled with steadfast love and patience, and would not forsake them. In this story we will learn about God giving Moses new tablets and letting him see his glory, and also the construction of the tabernacle as commanded by God, inspired by the book of Exodus. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our previous reading, the Israelites broke the very first commandment of God and built a golden calf to worship. God determined to destroy them all. But Moses interceded and prayed, pleading with God, and God chose to relent. But there was a price to pay, and 3,000 Israelites died in the camp. Today, we'll find the people leaving their camp as God leads them on to the next leg of their journey to the promised land. God will promise to clear the way, but they must trust in Him as they walk alone. Listen as the people's hearts turn back to the Lord and they beg for His presence to be among them. We'll see how God responds, how they receive a second set of tablets with God's commandments, and how God instructs His people to construct His dwelling place, the tabernacle. Let's listen now to today's reading. It was a cool morning, and the sun was just peeking over the valley. Sun rays splashed against the morning clouds and lit the sky with a bright orange. God met again with Moses. This time they met as friends, walking in the stillness of dawn. Depart from here with the people to the land that I promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God said. I will drive out those who dwell there to keep you safe. However, I will not be going among you, lest I consume you on the way for your stubborn attitudes and wicked hearts. Upon hearing this, the people mourned. They could not fathom their protector departing from them. The one who parted the seas sent manna from heaven and drove out the Amalekites would be gone. It was too much for them to bear. The people removed their jewelry and fine ornaments as a symbol that they cared for their hearts more than their external selves, and they begged God to stay. Moses pitched a tent away from the camp, where people could go to meet with God face to face. He called it the Tent of Meeting. Any time Moses went to the tent, people would rise up to go stand at the entrance. When the glory of God descended to meet with Moses, the people would rise up to worship. Israel struggled in their faith with God, yet they loved Him. Years of slavery under Egypt had confused their spirits, yet the thought of God departing from them was almost unbearable. When Moses drew close to God, the people desired to draw close to God as well, especially Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses came to meet with God once again, he came with a boldness Jacob once did on that lonely hill wrestling with God, clinging to him and imploring him for blessing. How many times have you told me that I have found favor in your sight, Moses asked. If I have truly found favor in your sight, please show me your ways, Moses spoke with intensity, for the thought of God not going with them to the promised land frightened him. Moses continued his case before God, saying, Please, God, consider your nation, your people. If your presence does not go with us, the promised land means nothing. The only thing that makes us a nation and a people is your presence. God did not answer with rage or match Moses' intensity. Rather, he answered gently and said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you all rest. 
I will do this for you, for you have found favor in my sight. I know you by name, Moses. Moses crumbled before God. His heart melted at hearing God's words. He looked up to God with his eyes foggy from tears. Show me your glory, Moses whispered. God said to Moses, I will show you my goodness and have it pass before you, but you cannot see my face, for no man can see my face and live. So God placed Moses in a cleft between two rocks, and God, in his glory, passed by Moses, and he could see his back pass by. For a brief moment, Moses was able to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. A small sliver of eternity glowed before Moses, the maker of the cosmos, the destroyer of stars, and the shepherd of humanity revealed a part of himself to Moses. The true beauty was in God's restoration of his covenant with Israel. Again he wrote on the stone tablets his commandments and promises to his children. He would go before them, walk with them, and be their strength and shelter. Moses left the presence of God with the tablets. His face shone brightly because he had been with God, and the people marveled. They built the tabernacle for God. They had master craftsmen pay attention to every detail given to them. As Israel built the tabernacle, it was almost as if they were mending their fractured relationship with God. With their hands, they had once made a golden calf to replace God, but now they were using their hands to make for Him a place to dwell. Since the beginning of humanity, it was always God's purpose to dwell with men and women and walk with them in unity to guide them and provide for them, to give them purpose, meaning, and fulfillment. He did so in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, and even though they sinned, he still protected them. He did so with Abraham's family and walked with them through life. Even though they sinned, he still kept his promises and stayed beside them. And now he would dwell with Israel in the tabernacle. He would go before them and protect them, even though they would sin, he would still keep his promises. For the Lord of God's people is not a story of bravery or heroism. It is a story of flawed people straying away from their God and God stopping at nothing to bless them. As we open today's reading, God tells Moses to take the people and go to the land that he would give them. God tells Moses that he will clear the way for them and keep them safe, but his presence will not go with them. The people are afraid, and despite their sinful wayward hearts, deep down they know that only God's presence can protect and satisfy their longing for connection to him. They remove their jewelry and offer it to God, a reminder of what they'd done when they offered their gold to a false god. They wanted to discover forgiveness and atone for their sins. For now, when they wish to meet with God, Moses must go with them outside the camp to a very special tent, the tent of meeting. God's presence will descend and meet with Moses and the people worship outside. There was one among them who desired fellowship more than the other, Joshua, the son of Nun. He stays by the tent, even as the others leave. Joshua will become an important figure in history, and God is working in his life already. Critically, Moses approached God and asked him to teach him his ways, a very important request. Here's what Moses said. So I may know you and continue to find favor with you. 
Remember that this nation is your people. Lord, teach me your ways. Do we desire to know the ways of God? How often do we boldly and honestly ask God to teach us the way that we should go? Do we seek him with all of our hearts? Do we seek not only his ways, but his will in our lives? Moses doesn't stop there. He asks God to commit his presence to his people as a sign that they are set apart from other nations. God honors the request and agrees to be with them as he always has been. Moses asks for one more thing, the boldest of all requests, show me your glory. Moses has met with God in the past, but he wanted more. He wanted to know the fullness and the greatness of God's glory. God says to Moses that he can look, but he cannot see his face or he will die. Moses is a sinner and cannot look into the face of a holy God. God protects Moses in a cleft in the rock as the glory, his glory, the glory of God passes by. There he gives Moses his commandments once again, and Moses chisels them into stone and takes them to the people. His brush with God's glory causes Moses' face to shine to the amazement of all the Israelites. Then God puts the people to work building the tabernacle, his dwelling place among them. This will for a time satisfy both their desire to have him near and God's desire to have communion and fellowship with his people. God desires to have a relationship with us, to live among us, to live in us. And that desire is fulfilled by sending his own son, Jesus Christ, to be our savior, to live in us so that a temporary house like a tabernacle or even a temple would no longer be needed because now with Christ within, his spirit alive in us, we are the temple of God. Dear God, thank you that you live in us, that your very presence goes with us everywhere that we go. We pray, O oh God, that we would live in your presence and seek not only to know your hand, but to seek your heart and to seek your glory every day of our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love, because by sharing this podcast, you can make a difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's Word for power in living the Christian life, be sure to visit Jack Graham dot org. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.
Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 